You're listening to The Esoterics Podcast, hosted by Joe Figueres and Fioralise Franco. everyone today is the full moon we're taping on the full moon yeah recording yes yes how are you doing i'm doing good i'm i'm doing pretty good uh i i guess i should probably check my chart to see where uh, gemini is sitting but wherever it is it's not actually i'll say i was more in my head like the last week and two weeks prior to the full moon so in between the last like between the new moon and the full moon and all that like it's that that was harder Right now, not so bad. When we talked earlier, I told you that it was in my first and second house. That's not actually where it is. Oh. No, right? So it's um, Gemini Mm -hmm. is in my eighth and ninth house, and then Sagittarius is in my second and third house. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're in your eighth house, eighth house of transformation. Yep. And ninth house of wisdom. Um, And then- my second house of uh, self-worth, right? Money. And then my third house of communication. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was reading this article from yogajournal.com. So do you want to hear about it? Yes, oh, absolutely. Okay. So these are the, just a shortened version, but if you can find it on, it's it's up online right now. But essentially it's saying that uh, with this full moon, we're working with the energies of both Gemini and Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. So as the moon and Sagittarius sit across one another, they're opposing signs. So we're seeing an illumination happening with both signs with ourselves, right? Because mm-hmm. And here's the thing that I think that more astrologers maybe should clarify is that when we talk about like these planetary movements and and lunations and all these things that are happening we're not saying that they're happening because gemini is in a certain place it's because it's the it's the rule of as above so below it's a reflection it's just a reflection so that's why sometimes there are lunations and and planetary uh, uh, changes that don't affect us there's we just don't feel them um nope and that's nope. that's just that's just how it goes because it's not it's not a rule it's just it's a no. reflection so yes. if it's there for you you can kind of find the explanation uh, but also if it's not it, that's okay too then uh, it's okay there are plenty of phases where I don't feel them also it's my understanding or this is my belief since I've been studying astrology I've been studying it for about a year now. Mm-hmm. Astrology is a big old fucking algorithm in the sky that keeps us on track with our soul blueprint, the soul's intended growth and lessons. And if you look at it from that point of view, astrology always is there with the thing that's going to help you grow and learn your lessons. Always. Yeah. So with this particular full moon, we're we're going to feel into where we align with the lower energies of Gemini and where we embody the lower vibrations of Sagittarius, which I'll, I'll explain what those are. But we can then release 
or shift those vibrations and then align with the higher vibrations of both signs, merging them into our fields. And then we can take on the higher qualities of both signs. And that's, good. and that's not to say like the the lower vibration, higher vibration isn't like a good and bad thing. It's it's the shadow aspect, right? Everything mm-hmm. that reflects light also has a shadow. So with both Gemini and Sagittarius, they're concerned with the mysteries of life and how we understand them. Gemini sees the details while Sagittarius considers the bigger picture. And then together, they're creating an expansive view with the knowledge of the intricacies that make the whole. Aligning with higher vibrations requires an open mind and a willingness to connect past our current perceptions. Yes. And gratitude for all the dots that connects to form in our lives. Yep. That's that new paradigm that we're moving into that we've referenced in several past episodes of this podcast, but definitely um, the um, Pluto in um, Capricorn and then moving into the Pluto and Aquarius, going back into Capricorn, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, this back and forth, back and forth. So, yeah. And on the astrological wheel, each house has a house ruler. And then Mm -hmm. we also see how that is in our chart, that planets will sit in different houses on our chart as well. But when it comes to chart rulers, so Gemini occupies the third house, which is the house of communication, and Sagittarius occupies the ninth house of truth and knowledge. So we're seeing together how they form this axis. And when you're working with these energies, you can understand the foundation of how your mind works and then how you approach new information and how you process it. It is the processing. So this is where you ask yourself, do you embrace new ideas with comfort or do they threaten your sense of reality and make you feel defensive? Uh, and that's that's because like you're very strongly holding to where you're at. Like you don't want to. That's the old paradigm. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. move. Uh, do you hold on to narratives for the sake of comfort or do you readily change the stories you tell yourself and welcome the unknown? And that's so many people are struggling with that. People don't like the unknown. They like the known, right? Only the known is, you know, is, um, who is the vampire in, um, um, the one in Italy, um, played by Michael Sheen. Only the known is safe, right? Anyway, I digress. (laughs) I I digress with a twilight. um, Oh, 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 sorry. Um, Yes. So, um, anyway, people don't want they want to know they want to know they want that solid ground on which to stand to feel safe and when you're tasked with having full faith and surrendering that into the unknown so that the universe can bless you in ways you hadn't even thought of it's fucking scary yeah so i've okay this is related i promise i've been watching i just finished watching lessons in chemistry on apple tv and it, it, it's based on a book, which I have not read the book yet because I like to watch the series first and then read the book. Anyway. I know. Me too. People like to read the book first. I'm like, no. No, because it's never as good. So, but right. the other way, it's like you get like a sneak peek into things that weren't included and it's like, oh, I got like, I got like the backstory. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so it's she's a scientist. It's, it's the main character. She's by Brie Larson. She's, she's a scientist. The one thing, it was a really beautiful message in the show is that the only constant in life is change. And it's it, and it's the same with science. Like that's what she's she's a scientist, and that's the the core of what she does, and that's what lights her up. That's her purpose. Um, but yeah, that that idea that that understanding that the only constant in life is change. So with this lunation, you ask yourself: Do you think in linear terms, 
or do you understand the interconnectedness of everything? That's really beautiful. And it's, it's a wonderful way to sum up, you know, like human incarnation. Mm -hmm. Like, why are we here? We're not here to know and to base things on what we know to be true. We're Mm -hmm. not here for safety. We're not here for all of that, right? We're here to experience situations that we can't in spirit um, through our human embodiment and then take all of that knowledge and wisdom back to spirit, yep. um, the, back to the collective. So the unknown is, again, yeah. it's the only thing that's um, that's guaranteed is change, right? Yes. Death, praxis, and change. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then how do we deal with this full moon energy? Okay. Both of these signs need each other. The full moon in Gemini is a time to appreciate the details of life while working on the bigger picture. It's a time to understand how both the micro and the macro manage life. And our desires and dreams require intuitive guidance as well as logic. They need to-do lists and steps along with visions, daydreams, and serendipity. It's both, right? It's it's the both, yes. yeah, it's the practical and the spiritual. Um, this full moon gives us the opportunity to find both the little things and the higher meaning of it all. Part of merging and working with the energies of Sagittarius and Gemini is releasing their low sides. So for Gemini, the low side is, it looks like division. And this occurs when we close ourselves off to other people's perspectives or ask questions for the sake of proving someone wrong. Gemini's Mm -hmm. low side appears when we overshadow another person's truth and talk over them or show our own knowledge and we forget to listen and we forget to learn. This shadow side can show up when we feel uncomfortable, threatened, or afraid of losing the stories we tell ourselves. Dude. Sagittarius has a similar low side. Um, and that help shows up as self-righteousness and arrogance. Instead of remembering that everyone has something to teach, we assume that we have all the answers. We close ourselves off to people and act as if we know better because of our experiences. With this full moon in Gemini, we need to let go of any need to be correct. Just accept that your energy is constantly evolving and growing. No one has all the answers. And that is part of the beauty of being human. Align with the sides of Gemini and Sagittarius to weave a new story, a story that allows for changes in perception and embraces new information, seeing us all as interconnected energies. That's fantastic. What's the name of that article? It is just the Gemini Full Moon 2023 on yogajournal.com. Yogajournal.com. Okay. I have to tell you, too, that Gemini slash sad, the quote-unquote low sides of those signs, um, I experienced both of those yesterday in readings. Um, and I found myself constantly saying to the person, there were, were there were two people that were particularly challenging and I found myself constantly saying to them, I just need you to open to this perspective. Mm -hmm. But there was so much ego. Now I already know that I already do that. You know, um, I'm too old for that. That's not what I believe. (laughs) Just constantly, constantly, constantly pushing back what I was telling them and trying to get them to open up. Um, and that's one of the challenges of readers that Mm -hmm. readers have. And so just FYI, that was, uh, that, that came through in my readings yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this is a particularly tough one for me. I don't know about other people, but um, this one is is this is a good one to cerebral. Yeah, it's a- yes, thank you because it was helpful to help those of us that are really in our head right now. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Thanks, girl. You're welcome. 